I was gonna say, let's talk about my injury and kind of come in from there. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about your injuries a lot. I love so. you, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's really irritating though because I've been actually seeing it around. There was this one guy that played on the team on Monday, right? His name is Steven, and he had like a fun person style. Okay, whatever. But um, he. Yeah, you don't hear it. You don't hear it. You don't see it either. But it's, anyways, my point was like uh, he had like a brace on his ankle, and I asked him why do you have the brace, and he said uh, four years ago when I played in college I got hurt on my ankle, and it's kind of like a higher higher ankle sprain, and since that injury I've been getting I rolled my ankles like forty times. I swear to God, that's what that's what he said, right? I was like, "Fuck it," you know. I mean, I know exactly. Pointed out exactly where my injuries is, exactly where it is. And then, <laughs> then I had a guy coming over yesterday to change our Comcast internet provider to AT and T, and he happened to, surprisingly enough, know our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty, so weird. I mean, we're not used to it, you know what I mean? But it happened that this guy is actually listening to some of our episodes and he was so surprised when he saw the sticker I have on the wall. And um, anyways, I asked him, like, hey, are you still playing? Are you playing? He's like, um, I haven't been able to play in uh, three months now. I had uh, my ankle uh, hurt. I'm like, where? And right here, and he pointed right above his uh, uh, ankle, basically. Mm. And I'm like, damn, how long have you been out? He said, yeah, two, three months, man. I was like, uh, I'm coming back. It feels good, but then, then it hurts again. And, um, you know, since I've been doing a lot of research and stuff like that, it feels like it's coming up. Like when I read a player that is just got injured, it seems to be an ankle injury. But it's the Jersey same. Jersey out the door and then was uh, not well before then was cup final. Yeah, he yeah. was a, also ankle injury, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he came back pretty. He came back, yeah. I can't still really like uh, sprint or jump on it. So I'm, I've been at the gym, but I still can't really uh, run, and that that's kind of making me afraid about will I be able to play when I'm in Africa. I want to play when I'm there, you know? Um, and it's coming up, isn't it? It is, but, you know, it's it's not that big a deal if you don't play. What do you mean, man? Because I mean, how, I often, how, how often are we going to go to Africa, you know what I mean? I mean... This, yeah, but so it'll suck for you. Exactly. But so I'm kind my of like, joy... Your joy... My doing it. So you're telling me I'm going to be the cameraman? Yeah. And just take and pictures you'll be, you play? Yeah, because that, that's enough for you, right? You'll be happy just to see me kill it up there. I think you will be killed, man. That's why you need me. Why would I be killed? Because no one's going to pass the ball to you the way I pass the ball to you. You don't pass the ball to me. No? <laughs> I score the goals, right? I pass the ball to you. You pass the ball to me, I score yes. the goals. That's right. Sometimes I jump over the ball and you get you get it. No, that's never happened. Never? I don't think so. So I haven't played in a couple, like almost a month. Are you missing me out there? Not be honest, man. Be honest. No, I'm not. You're not. Yeah. That but you, too. but you like uh, consider yourself Ronaldo. 
uh, in the Euros final, Euro- European Championship final. Yeah. He got injured, and then he pretty much coached Portugal yeah. to victory since then. So you're kind of like that. You, I take that. You 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 do the coaching stuff every game though. Yeah, not just one game. No, like exactly. Yeah. But like Ronaldo, I want to be out there and contribute to the win. Now you guys play what four or five games and even had to come to the final and we won. That's right. You know? Yeah. I wasn't really jealous. What about this last game though? I mean we this won last game. we won pretty handily. And would you say that you contributed at all? Or would you say that would you say that you're pretty much just a bystander just watching? No, I think I You still, think you contributed? Yeah I think I still <laughs> I, I think. in what way? What way? Yeah, I mean, many me. times I changed the formation or the way the tactics in the second half. No, first you half, didn't. No, first half is always like we don't really get anywhere, and then I start talking and directing and coaching, and then the first shit half we didn't happen. get anywhere because we were winning three zero because in the first half. I mean, how many chances did you miss? I mean, I don't know, but that and, doesn't and, matter. And, we had and the what chances. happened? And what happened for those goals to happen? What, what, how old are your goals? Uh, the first one was the one I scored. Yes, I how, how was it? That was... A free kick. That was a was pass. It a Maybe it was a free kick, yeah. Yes. On the left side. Left side, a pass, a quick pass. To Edson. Edson. Edson made a quick pass in. To me across I the... mean, it was basically I that started to say that time to play the ball faster. I don't remember hearing You don't hear it? You don't hear it, though. That's the problem, man. You don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Never. I didn't hear. It was so slow. So I started to say, let's... I actually told E to play that ball fast in the free kick. Like, they were yeah, like, yeah, they were like fucking putting it there yeah, yeah, yeah. slowly um, and kind of go at it, man. Play fast, you know? And we have a good team. It's not that. but So, in, in Kenya, though, then yeah. you, that's if you're taking all this credit to our victory the other I mean, day. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, it's a team team effort, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not the I'm I'm not the one that scores the goals in this case. I'm the one that watches. Um Well, if you're so confident in that, yes. then when I'm playing in Kenya. Yeah, I will be coach coaching you. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll be awful. <laughs> Kerry, do you this. Can, yeah, Kerry, do that. <laughs> that <would> suck. <laughs> Kerry, pass the ball to. Seriously though, like, okay, we are going to Kenya. How are you feeling about it, man? How? Maybe I should ask. How does this really start? Sure. I mean, we've explained why Kenya before, on the podcast, on the Kickstarter, various social media. So, yeah. I mean, it's the it's a major african country rich a lot of people very established in other sports i guess particularly you know running track and field individual sports like that yet for a very rich and populous major well-known african country it's soccer is not the biggest yeah yeah. we said all this we said all this it's it's behind likes of nigeria yeah ivory coast and and whatnot kenya also does have some civil unrest unrest going on currently yeah there's a change in leadership with the uh, earth football federation so yeah it's an interesting scenario yeah i mean more we looked into it too we realized that it has been years of mismanagement and corruption but like you said a change in the federation it kind of seems that they want to take it to the new heights 
in player developments and maybe do it more properly. And we just want to find out how its future looks now. Their biggest star is Victor Vanyama. I mean, have you seen some highlights of Victor Vanyama? He's so big. So he has no problem with protecting the ball in like 50-50 situations. Like he wins all of it. He's, he's almost like Yaya Toure, but... Except bigger. B- bigger and better defensively. Yeah. And he's has more, been... more of an emphasis defensively. Yeah. He puts more of an emphasis exactly. on defense. And he's been crucial to Tottenham. And you can see that since he's been injured that he's been missing in that team. Hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, they've brought in, like, Harry Winks. Not exactly the same type of player, but uh, Harry Winks alongside Eric Dyer. He's done pretty well. Yeah. The youngster, but uh, Wanyama has quite a presence. He's young, too. He's young. He's, like, 26, 27 years old. So, and his brother, Mariga McDonald, plays in Spain and previously has played for Inter. And both of these guys have a... Uh, history playing in Sweden as well as <laughs> coming up, you know. You can kind of tell that there is a shift in Kenyan football, and we are really like excited to go there and see what we can find out. We don't exactly know what we will find out. Uh, I was just about to ask you, what do you think you'd find out? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you like when you think of? And it's not the most documented country in terms of soccer, right? But when you think of Kenya, yeah. or you think or think of Kenyan soccer, what do you think of? Yeah, I'm asking you. You asking it's me? A tough question. Yeah, but... it is. No, I don't. I don't have that much to. What about when you think of Kenya, or what do you, when you think of African when soccer? I think, when I think about Kenya, okay, I think about uh, its uh, wildlife and the mountain Kilimanjaro. Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, is that in Kenya. Yeah, I think so. You can look it up. I bet that it's not in Kenya. I think that's in. Uh, West Africa. How much are you betting? Uh, Ten bucks. All right, deal. Kilimanjaro is in Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, look at that! I mean, it, it is just outside of I'm Kenya. It is just outside of Kenya. Wait. It's like. It's two like, miles from the border. It's like one mile. <laughs> it's like one mile from the border, dude. That's right. And what country? It's I think it's Tanzania. Is it not? I think that's Tanzania. Correct. Okay. So, anyways. I'll say we were both wrong, though, because I said I thought it was on the west yeah, coast. You, so, <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit further away, True. man. Anyways, I think about Mark Kilimanjaro, and I think of uh, uh, its wildlife. I think Kenya is the only uh, think we'll... safari uh-huh. that you, don't, you can actually... With guide, get as close as you want to the animals. I was going to say, do you think we'll see um, wildlife in like in the streets, you know? Because I know that some places you go to and you'll just see like monkeys or something. Not just in Africa, but wherever. Right. Uh, you may just see like monkeys just chilling in the yeah. amongst all the people in the middle of a suburban area. Yeah. Or urban area. Yeah, I think we might see some animals. Lions like, just chilling, walking throughout. Li- lions and Simba. Hanging out on the rooftops. Uh, <laughs> what about when you think of African soccer? Spontaneously, what comes up to my mind is uh, Etu Drogba. It's uh, George Vea, P. 
people, players that have put African football on the map. Players that have been crucial for their own countries and really successful at big clubs in Europe. And looking into these players, you basically know that their upbringing is so far from uh, what the Western world is used to. This is not the guys that grow up in a household with financial stability, security of future or a feeling of peace in their household. These are the guys that kind of came from nothing, from the street and really working their hearts off to make it where they are. And uh, that's kind of like what I think of African football uh, that these players need to do to get to the professional life. It's very much extreme. From their humble beginnings to where they are today, it's a crazy reality jump. I mean, just listen to this interview with Drogba talking about his childhood. I think since I'm, uh, I was a kid, uh, I always dreamt of final, last goal or winning goal. You know, in Ivory Coast, I was playing with my friends in the street. You know, we used to, to cut a plastic bottle and put some candies inside as the, the, the cup final, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and we would play like this and, and try to score the last, the winning goal because you know you're going to share after with your friends. And Africa has, has produced tons of top-class footballers. Victor Wanyama that we mentioned, yet another one. And it'll be Drogba there mentioned how he came up through his childhood, how football guided him and what it meant to him. And it'll be interesting to hear how Victor Wanyama came up through his childhood along with Mariga. And but there's one player that I want to bring up that you we haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. That we haven't mentioned yet. Yaya Torre. Mm. Manchester City midfielder. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Imagine that. Can you believe that Yaya Torre, Colo Torre, Didier Drogba, uh, you had T.O.T., you had uh, Kalu and the guy that went to Roma as well. And Jovinho, like so many great African players. That was all in Ivory Coast, right? Right, that yeah. Stacked. Yeah. Um, I want to bring in this clip, uh, Yaya. Okay. And Yaya says some interesting stuff here. You know, in the sport as well, because they are doing well. They are doing very, very well. One Ballon d'Or winner from Africa, George Weir. Does it hurt you to hear that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you. Because you have Samir Luto was playing for Barcelona, I was score goals. I don't I don't know how many. Didier Drogba as well, fantastic player. He was doing fantastic work with Chelsea. I think those players are more than legend for me. What they done in Europe is unbelievable. Those players they are not recognized enough because they have African. But you can say this about color. We always in the phone. We always uh, speaking together. So you all feel it. Definitely. And we we my job is try to try to tell people they have to look in the African differently now. I don't want to say they're racist, but I want I want to say that the way to to show to the people. No to the racism and no to something else. It's, I think is the time to show it. I mean, sport and media is together. If we don't have this recognition in the media sense, we're not gonna be where you want to be. You understand? 
If you go now to Africa, any part in Africa, you said, you have to read this. Ah, we know him. But if you said about Messi, they will say, ah, we know him. But when you come in Europe, you say, yeah, to read. And the part in Europe, you say, who? Who's that? Some of them, we hear my name, but they don't know my face. But Messi, they will know his face. Even in my country. Why? Because of the color. I don't know. And when I think of African football, I think of the fans. I think of the color in the stadiums. I think of the atmosphere that they bring, the type of the type of chance and, and, and everything that they do is different from what you see in Europe or South America. I mean, they really bring their traditional African culture yeah. that yeah. That you don't see anywhere else into mm. the stadium, yeah. into the games. It's very colorful outfits, yeah. the beating of the drums and singing and dancing. Um, so that's what I think of when I think of, you know, African soccer. And when we go to Kenya, I expect to see how, I expect to, to learn how that culture bleeds into its football, how it, how it bleeds into the way things are, are done there. I mean, it reminds me of World Cup 2002 when the world got introduced to Senegal. Yeah, yeah. Like before the game, before the games, they were like singing and you know they were dancing. Every African player. Yeah, I'm, I'm generalizing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. How, how often do you see when they score a goal, especially when with, with the an African country, African team, when they score a goal, they have this amazing choreographed dance. Yeah, that that is just like they have to do it. They always do it. I mean, you think back to. 1990s or even before 1990 World Cup mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it back then yeah when Cameroon got to the quarterfinals led to, by Roger Mia and all his dances at the oh, corner flag yeah uh, he went to the corner flag hold it hold it like on top of it yeah and dance right? that's right yeah so that's just that sort of stuff is just ingrained in the people yeah. there dancing and singing it's feel like it's a part of the rhythm of Africa and uh, I'm very curious about seeing how it is in Kenya. You know, when I worked with the Nigerian Olympic team, um, they were also like singing before or during the warm-ups, they were also singing. And uh, before each practice, we hold each other's hands and gave a prayer. So it was like two. It was two prayers, once for the Christians and once for the Muslims. So uh, it was fascinating to see that in the same team, you had two different religions, but right there we were working together you know Mm. and i feel like kenya is a country that we don't know that much about you know like who like we said now we know victor victor vanyama and um, mariga mcdonald but what else do you know about their football nothing really right you know that they had a lot of olympic gold medal runners yeah but what do we know about their football really like who's their coach who's their national team coach how is their national team going? What are they making? Are they playing the African Cup of Nations? No, they they never qualified for the World Cup. I can tell you that. Why? Like why? That's the question. Yeah, why? And uh, me and Kerry have been like very curious about taking our podcast to new heights. I mean, we are very ambitious with what we're doing, and um, you this know, is just the, the first. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Will be, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of rec- consider this to be our second. Okay, yeah. From New York, the first. From New York, yeah. yeah. I kind of consider New, New York the first one. Um, we interviewed uh, Victor Simonis from FC Nowhere, and we did a episode about 
the Arsenal game at O'Hanlon's, and then we went to the Red Bulls game. Red Bulls game, man. Your mm. your team, and we also had an interview with Eight by Eight magazine to cover and understand the New York football culture. But this time, we felt like, what is next for us in our podcasting career? And yeah, we could maybe go to a different state again. Um, yeah, maybe we could travel to Mexico or something, or Sweden or Europe for that matter. But we really felt like um, there is something in Kenya that Western media, newspapers, radio shows, whatever, is not covering. They don't get the attention that they deserve. And if you look at lately, there is a growing interest in Kenya football, in their talents, in their developments, and more investment is happening. So somehow, me and Kerry feel like maybe within the five to ten years period, maybe, maybe Kenya can be a country in the African Cup of Nations, or maybe even qualify to a World Cup. Maybe it feels like right now it's the right at the birth of it. And we want to go and kind of explore that potential. And we also want to do it for you guys. Because honestly, I mean, I, I don't really know what we're expecting, dude. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, it's, it's, it's how are we going to... Where are we going to stay, you know? We don't know where we're staying? Or are we just going to stay... We're going to stay on the streets? Uh, maybe. I mean, would you know where you're going to stay? It's not, we're not going to stay at the Hilton's. I'll find a way to stay at the Hilton's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it'll be quite the adventure, quite the journey. And it'll be interesting to listen to. A lot of what we've done the past year, particularly the New York trip, is has prepared us for this upcoming uh, chapter, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Where do you see us going? Do you see us... Like right now? Right now, yeah, with, with the Kenya. Like, are we now kind of like... Uh, it sounds like a... Uh, soccer journalist? It sounds like a almost uh, like a relationship. Yeah, are we getting... Boyfriend, girlfriend, or boyfriend, boyfriend, what, relationship. Where, where what do you we? think of us? <laughs> <laughs> are, are we? Are, am I in the friend zone? <laughs> it's been five days. Can I go for the kiss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ready to take it to the next level? Exactly. Um, well, I think that I think, like I said, what we have done has prepared us for for you know these upcoming events that we have planned that we've discussed and have planned. New York, you're right. That was the first one. The first documentary trip and Kenya will be the second one and I think more will come yeah I I mean I've thought about just you said Mexico or Europe I think Mexico would be is, is a place I'd like to go to soon not just like I'd like to go to but there's so much we know how fanatical everyone in Mexico is about soccer yeah so there's there's stories all over Mexico, no matter what. It could be good stories, it could be uh, troubling stories, but there's always something in Mexico. So much yeah. material there, and I think that'd be something to to that could be really fun and interesting to tap into. I mean, that's what we do, right? We 
aim at bringing stories to life. You know, we're aiming at talking to people and sharing their stories with you guys, the listeners. We're not just doing this for our personal sake, and uh, we really want to do this for you guys' sake too. So, where do you see it going? I see it's going where we will be able already to. Already wanted to go. Uh, yeah, already. Yeah. I mean, the Kenya or. Well, after Kenya. I mean, what I what I really see that we will become that we are going to see, do more trips together to see more. Like importing. where? It could be a dream of one day be able to watch a World Cup final. Okay. You know, there's one on the horizon. You know, be a World Cup final and um, kind of bring our listeners to to that event and uh, you know from being in the bedroom and not making any money and not having any listeners and not really know where it's going to be able to watch a world cup final turkey against sweden (laughs) (laughs) well then i guess we'll never get that episode (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but i mean I have those dreams, you know. I also feel like um, we will be able to be a voice for fans. So after all after, over the world, after Kenya, what do you? What's the next place you want to go? After Kenya, I would like to go s- somewhere closer to US, like Mexico. Um, Mexico would be an option, but I, I, I kind of like the idea of uh, tr- maybe go to California. I feel like California, mm-hmm. the state of California, is. I don't want to say the birth of football in U.S., but California somehow represents football tradition in the United States. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I suppose it's a it is a major hotbed for the sport uh, right? in the U.S. And now they're getting a new team, so it would be interesting to do a story that covers Los Angeles as a football cultural city with Adidas, Nike, yeah. those brands being so big there but also uh, maybe tied together with the border in the south side of California then from San Diego to Tijuana. Tijuana yeah. See maybe a game in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. I've thought of that. There's so much cool stuff that we can do, but we can't do it on our own all the time, you know? Like, uh, we need the support. We need you guys There are interested to hear these stories to even tell your friends that you have that you're listening to these two guys the best friends they're making they're making new brave steps for themselves and it's fascinating to listen to where they've been and where they're going and um, we really appreciate that you guys been listening so far yeah and we really appreciate the guys that have been sending out emails and tweets to yeah, us yeah. we feel like you are part of this community that we are building you know and uh, we really i'm not gonna be cocky and say that we are the voice of the fans <laughs> we're not but we're really looking forward to become um the guys that you want to listen to after a weekend of football that we are your buddies we are your friends we are guys that you can reach out to anytime and we will we want to send more love 
not less and we want to show the community unity and passion football has and brings to people you know and that's why Africa it's a little bit untapped market and not that many stories is coming out we want to go to Kenya and really feel and hear and smell and sense um, their football culture and we also want to record it and hopefully you will be with us in this journey one more thing yes that I think we should let the people in on yeah go ahead so once again as every podcast nowadays every YouTube channel twitch channel all that always does in their episodes subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> click here click here click here to subscribe yeah <laughs> but follow us tweet us on twitter facebook instagram um email us hit up the kickstarter kenya football unveiled a kickstarter was the only way we could actually make this trip happen because um, <laughs> it's not like we can uh, pay up all the flights and hotels and food and whatever we're going to spend on the equipment from our pockets to go and do this. Um, so we have Kickstarter and 16 backers helping us out right now. We have reached to the 50% of the goal of the Kickstarter. So if you go to kickstarter.com and to search, and search for Oscar King, you can pledge and donate to make this story come alive. And um, after Kenya or even during Kenya trip I think we can go ahead with confidence to tell our listeners the other piece of news other piece uh, good news yeah good news I mean me well, and you I guess. I mean yeah, you've yeah. been discussing this for a while haven't we yeah we've been talking back and forth back and forth some and blows good. there are some blows thrown out yeah I, I have great job you do yeah I will admit that yeah but you got you got one hit you got one. I got hit. a nice clock in. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Uh, you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we felt like, or I can say, I felt like that we needed a branding change. Uh, I want to focus more global, global perspective. I mean, we have listeners from Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Argentina, Philippines, Brazil, yeah. India. Yeah. England, Germany. You're not going to name it every single, like... <laughs> no, exactly. And US too, obviously. So I felt like, kind of like, when we have the soccer, that it's not fitting what we want to achieve. And sometimes when I say that, Kerry, like right now, I wish you guys could see his face, it kind of gets a little bit mad and pissed and... Uh, I have to kind of tell him why I feel that. But how, what, what is your first? Uh, this I is guess. good. This is good, actually, that we're bringing this up now. Yeah. Because now uh, the listeners can know that, that the dislike for the word soccer yeah. around the world is so stupid. It's stupid. It's so stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. That... I mean... That... A country ha calls it the exact same sport something differently just because like not just because uh, there is reason for it yeah but no harm done Nothing. not not no harm done yeah but we say soccer yeah other places say soccer too by the way it's a it's a misconception that the US is literally the only country that says soccer 
Um, there are a few others, but that we say soccer, no harm done, and it's it's. But it's football, man. Perceived as football, a dumb man. thing to say, but or that we're man. stupid like that. <laughs> so this that's this that's my thoughts on it. It's the same game, same, same sport. Game. Doesn't I, matter. In I, Italy, they don't say football. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. They so, don't do it in Germany either. That's and spot, right. Um, well, yeah, but that's the like German word for football, though, okay. pretty much. So yeah, uh, that's a pass. You that's mean okay. in English they say football? In English, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In English. Or if they either say football or their language version of football, football or something somewhere like that. But in Italy, they don't say. They say something completely different. Calcio, yeah. Uh, Right, but if uh, Italian would say football in English, he, they would probably say football in English. Right. Or uh, if uh, probably. Italian would say calcio in English, he would say football. Perhaps. And uh, I guess it depends on where. Yeah, I guess so. Look, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's stupid that uh, it's ended. I think it's stupid that people have a negative picture of what soccer is. But did you know that the English English? Yes. Uh, they used to have it. Yeah, they yeah. they're the ones that came up with the came word with it. soccer. Yeah, okay. well, Americans okay. always have to be different, man. Like, why 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 did they pick it up? What's wrong with uh, why did we pick it up? Why did we pick it up? Because where does it come from? Well, it comes from association history lesson. It comes from not history lesson, kind of history lesson. It comes from association football, which is like football's full name, soccer's full name, mm-hmm. pretty much association football. To distinguish it from American football or Australian football or Gaelic football, all that mm. rugby football. I don't know if they call it rugby football, but I got you. Uh, but so I mean, associate I mean, soccer comes from right. a shortening of association. Right. But I mean, long story That's short. Genius. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> long story short is that I feel like when we have our Scotching King soccer podcast show, people think that we only talk about American soccer, MLS. And that's not really what we are doing. So we felt like soccer needs to kind of change here to football. And, and those of you that uh, agree with my sentiment, feel free to message Oz and tell him how stupid he is for thinking yeah. that. But there are people I concede that do think like that exactly as foolish as i think it is it is foolish i'm not saying anything and there's nothing you. wrong with obviously i think there's nothing wrong with saying soccer it's of not. course there's nothing wrong with saying football either but we're here to prove that there is nothing wrong with the word soccer and so then we're changing it for doing that by changing it to football but we need to get them in first <laughs> and then we'll change back to soccer that's the ultimate goal isn't it Uh, but so like I said there's nothing wrong with football I say football every now and then yeah Um, no there's nothing wrong with soccer both there's nothing wrong with soccer of course I don't think there's anything wrong wrong with soccer but I also (laughs) don't think it's not like I don't want people to think uh, like I don't want to say football I don't want to ever call the sport football because that that's how most people say it and there's nothing wrong with calling it that that's its name in addition to soccer. So, does that make sense? No. Oh, well, I'm saying it anyway. So, because I am um, open-minded and adaptive to say both soccer and football, right. I am willing yeah. to change the uh, the name of the podcast to Football Podcast. Cool. But, but. the anti-soccer sentiment is dumb right so So people that 
um, eventually tune in to a podcast that will say like, wait a minute, they they are talking about soccer here. Why are they calling it soccer? We just want to let you know that there is no That's difference dumb. between. There's no difference. Say it, it's dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> you think we play a different game here? You don't think we play with like 15 men on each team or something? Yeah. It's the yeah. same f***ing rules, man. Get over it. Right? That's what you want to say. To yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. Just get over it, man. Yeah, it's the same f***ing sport. What's wrong with you, exactly. man? Like coming and telling that we are stupid. Ah, you're the stupid one. Anyways, well, um, there you go. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I mean, the MLS and how it's built up is pretty stupid. But that has nothing to do with anything. True. And it's still the same game. It's, it's still the same a, a soccer. Part, a part of the picture, like what soccer kind of shows. Oh well, that's now. I, I understand, now but that's dumb. Discussion. But still dumb. Yes. So our new name. <laughs> our new name. Reeling it back in. Our new name that we're going to launch together with doing the Kenya trip is Oz and Kings Football Podcast. Oz and Kings Football Podcast. And um, our website will be ozandking.com. Our email is ozandking at gmail.com. And we're doing this because we feel like is more representative of what we are and the brand we are building up. It's Austin King's football podcast. Nice and uh, yeah. presentable. Exactly. Name. Easy to remember. And please go ahead and tell your neighbor, tell your teammates, tell anyone that has a football jersey. Tell us tell what us you think. What, what do you think about the name? What do you think about the soccer football deb- debate? Oof, we're going to get some war tweets here, dude. Yeah. I welcome them. Bring it on. Bring it on, man. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Oz and Kings Football Podcast. And we are going to Kenya as we, even you guys, will follow us. So how do we round it out? This will be the first time we round out with a new name, will it? You will. So. So I'm kind of nervous. Should we just go into it without even thinking about it and see how it sounds? Okay. All sure. Right. Thank you for listening to the first Preseason episode of the Oz, Oz and King football. football. That was so weird. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the first preseason episode of the Oz, Oz and Kings football, football podcast. podcast. Uh, Better than the first attempt. Uh, Thank you for listening to the first preseason episode of the Oz and Kings football podcast. We're going to Kenya, y'all.